Welcome to the Upgrade Your Education Business podcast. I'm your host, Samantha. Thank you so much for tuning in today, and I hope that you find this episode useful. If you're new to this podcast, each week I share fluff-free, actionable ideas tailored to education businesses that you can mould to suit your needs. And finally, if you enjoy listening to the podcast, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review on iTunes or follow and subscribe on whichever platform you choose. Thank you once again for tuning in. Now, you can see by my episode number that I'm not a seasoned podcaster who's been hosting one for years, but I like to share my experiences with you, regardless of which stage of the journey I'm at, so you can get ideas. What I will say, though, is that creating a podcast has been one of the best business decisions I've made. Through it, I've met so many new people through discovery calls, and it's a great experience because they've already heard me speak, so they feel more familiar with me and more comfortable. Also, if you and I have never worked together, it gives you a chance to see what my style of training is like and whether what I say resonates with you. It's kind of a try before you buy. But I think that my podcast is working well for me because of three things. So these three things that I'm going to unpack today are... Number one, how I knew there was a demand for the type of podcast I wanted to create. Number two, how I made sure that I had a distinct style that was aligned with how I work. And number three, how I decided what I wanted out of it so that it didn't just become an expensive or tiresome hobby. So how can you tell if there's a demand for the kind of podcast you're thinking about creating? Well, taking a quick step back, Podcasts are probably one of the easiest to consume styles of content. It doesn't chain you to your phone or computer. You can do other things while listening and you can digest the information easily compared to written content. So we know that there's a demand for podcasts in general, but as with any idea, there needs to be a demand for the type of podcast you want to create amongst your target audience. And the best way to find out if there is one is to keep your ear to the ground talk to as many people as possible, and have a look at what else is out there. If the podcast for the subject matter you're thinking of doesn't exist, then it might feel like now's the time to be a leader in your market. And while that could be true, I would couple that with research because there is a possibility that they don't exist because there isn't a demand. So if I were creating one, let's say for my tuition business, and I wanted students to listen to it, they are who I'd speak to. I'd ask them if they'd even listen to one. I'd ask them what kind of things would be useful, bearing in mind that I'm not visually demonstrating anything. And perhaps I'd even trial it with a few of them. Flipping that around, if there are loads of podcasts around the same subject matter as yours, it might feel intimidating to enter what feels like an already crowded market. But to me, that shows that there is a demand for it. So there's no reason why people wouldn't consume your content. For me, I noticed that there were a few podcasts like mine, but I knew that my style was different. I like people to walk away with actionable ideas, and so I knew there would be a demand for it, and I had an idea of what my style would be. And that leads me to how I created my voice, my style, so that I could give people a way to decide whether they wanted to give me their time. Whenever I launch anything new, I go by one major principle, and that is to create something that I wished existed. I did it with how I offer one-to-one mentoring sessions, I did it with the Tutors Mastermind, and I did it with this podcast. When I listened to the ones out there that were relevant to my niche, 
I found two things. Number one, there weren't many that zoomed into specific areas of running and developing an education business. There were great ones that took a topic and explored it. But for me, they didn't zoom in as much as I would have liked. And the second thing was that I was often frustrated at listening to a how-to style episode and by the end, not actually knowing how to do that particular thing. So I started to form what I wanted to create. And what I aim for is fluff-free and actionable content. And actually, that really aligned with how I work. So I felt it would be an accurate representation of me. And forming that distinct style and goal, in my opinion, is crucial for a podcast. People need to know the deal when they start listening to you, and you have to deliver that. And also, you need to know the deal, because when you create content, that's what essentially drives your ideas and your delivery. At the end of this episode, I'll share an exercise that really helped me when I was forming my podcast idea that ties everything I discussed today together. So, so far, you need to ascertain whether or not there's a demand for the kind of podcast you want to create within your target audience. Ask them and yourself, are they likely to listen to a podcast around this subject or would a different format work better? Ask what kind of information is useful for them. I gathered this through discovery calls and mentoring sessions because I could clearly see what kind of things people needed support with. I also saw trends in questions posted in various Facebook groups. So speaking to people and observing will be your best market research tool. You also need to know what style of podcast you want to create. And a good way to start deciding that is to couple your professional style with what you feel is missing in your market. I felt there was a lack of tangible advice, but there was lots of exploration of topics. Since I offer training and mentoring, going down the actionable style was a natural choice. The third thing to really think about is what purpose will it serve in your business? Podcasts really are hard work and they do cost you time and money. So it's important that you're generating income from it, either directly or indirectly. It's also important that it sits well amongst your offerings, because although it isn't something that clients necessarily pay for, it is something that you're offering as part of your business. It will be included in your calls to action. When I launched this podcast, I was already mentoring a lot of people on a one-to-one basis, and I knew that I was going to launch the Tutors Mastermind. I had a plan to launch the Mastermind with a select few clients to start with. So I used my podcast to reach more people, support people who didn't have the budget right now, and to position myself in my niche. I'm not aiming to be a top charting podcaster, so download numbers aren't my measure of success. Instead, the number of people who book discovery calls with me or make contact with me is how I can monitor the effectiveness of my podcast. So being really clear on how your podcast serves your business is important. And a key aspect to that is deciding what your measure of success will be. Everything I've talked about so far is relevant if you're leaning towards creating a podcast. But if you're at the stage where you're thinking about it, but are really unsure, then starting with my step one around market research will help. But here are a few more things that might help you make the decision. I'll ask you four questions. Number one, do you have the time to create, record and potentially edit and upload fresh content? Now, of course, you can repurpose content. So let's say you posted something on social media. You could use that as a prompt for some episodes. 
but chances are writing episodes will take more time. So you really need to make sure that you have the time so you can sustain your podcast. Question number two is, do you have the budget to create a podcast? Creating one doesn't have to cost lots of money. You could, for instance, use your computer microphone and use something like Zoom to record, use Audacity to edit and use Anchor to distribute. All of those don't cost money. But the thing to consider is that when someone is only listening to your voice, it needs to be as clear as possible. So perhaps your inbuilt microphone isn't good enough. Chances are it will be a little echoey, in which case you need to invest in a professional microphone. Platforms that distribute your podcast to different listening platforms are needed. And although ones like Anchor are free, if you're doing this for your business, using one that provides detailed insights are useful. And they usually cost money too. And then when you're editing, free tools like Audacity can be limiting. So you may need to invest in someone to edit for you, or you may need to spend money on an editing tool. So you need to consider whether or not you need to spend money, and if you do, whether you have the budget for it. Question number three is, will a podcast position you as an authority in your industry? Now, this really depends on who you're targeting and what subject matter you're talking about. And because there are so many possibilities, I can't give you an indication of what this answer might be for you. If you want to discuss this, then book a free call with me and we can bounce some ideas around. This point really links back to researching whether there's a demand within your target audience. Because even if you have a podcast with valuable information, if people aren't discovering it or listening to it, then it might not help you with positioning. Now, it might sound impressive to people, like being able to say you're a published author, but if that's the only reason you want to create one, in my opinion, podcasting isn't the best route because it's time-consuming and it's ongoing. And my final question to you, number four, is do you feel like you have enough in-depth knowledge about the subject you want to talk about to create a podcast? Because here we're not talking about a course or a series of blog posts. We're talking about something that continues indefinitely. So you don't want to be in a position where you create a few episodes with no issues. But after that, you struggle for ideas. Because as with anything of this nature, to cultivate a loyal listenership you need to be consistent, both with publishing content and with high quality content that's aligned with the style you've promised to people. So if you're leaning towards creating a podcast and want to start forming your idea and strategy, as promised, here's an exercise that really helped me. I've broken it down into three steps. Step one is to try and explain what your podcast is about in two to three sentences. It should include who you are, what you'll be talking about and what people will get out of it. Now, for me, this took a few iterations. And when I started writing my episodes, I refined it even further. But this gives you a really great starting point because next you'll be planning some episodes. So step two is to list some episode titles. They don't have to be final, but they should communicate what each episode is about. When you do this, keep your sentences in mind, the ones you created in step one, because these are essentially the outcomes you want to fulfill. I was worried about running out of episode ideas. So before I even decided whether or not to create a podcast, I mapped out 20 episodes. And step three is to define your target audience. I know this is usually what you do at the start, but if you've got a business and you want to create a podcast, you already know your target audience. 
So this step is all about zooming in on their needs and habits so that you can map your step one and step two to them. That way you can refine everything you've mapped out so far to make sure it's aligned with your ideal listeners. I hope you found this episode useful. As time goes on and I gain more experience and learn more lessons, I'll revisit podcasting as a topic and share more insights with you. But for now, if you do create a podcast, please do share with me so that I can support it. And if you found today useful, it would be great if you could take a minute to write a review. You'll hear from me next week where I'll be talking about ways to turn ideas to income. But for now, thank you for listening. Mm -hmm.